welcome to the hometown sports show episode number 12 got a dozen in the books what's going on eddie what's good big dog just out here nah living the dream living the dream episode 12 didn't think we would get this far and i say that every time because every time every episode is that much more impressive yeah finally got a dozen looking forward to the baker's dozen (laughs) baker's dozen speaking of let baker bake next week against the cowboys they're one and two I know they're not trying to go one and three and lose to the Browns. Yeah, that would be a shitty way to start your season. <laughs> Got the old the old week three preview. Week three recap. Review, review, week right? Three recap. review, baby. Uh, starting on Thursday night, we had the Dolphins at the Jaguars. Everybody kind of thought the Jaguars were going to come out and uh, kick the Dolphins' butts, but Dolphins 31, Jaguars 13. Ryan Fitzpatrick outdueled Gardner Minshew. I don't think anybody really saw that coming after Gardner came out super hot his first two weeks of the season. He only had 9.2 fantasy points. So many people were ready to play him and ready to crown him after this week. And then he came out and kind of laid an egg against the Dolphins. Yeah, no, 100%. I think, uh, well, I mean, we all kind of expected it if you believe in the beard over the mustache. But I think people are kind of starting to gonna, uh, hop on the Jaguars bandwagon for a second, man. I think that people really thought Minshew Mania was a thing, but people forgot about Fitz Magic. With that said, I don't think that, I don't think Minshew did, like, he didn't do horrible. Like, I mean, he went 30 for 42, 275 yards. He just couldn't get in the end zone. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens moving forward, but it was just, I don't know. High caliber game, you know what I mean? I mean, Thursday night, all eyes on you type situation. And I'm not even going to say that he folded, man. Yeah, and at the end of the day, the Jaguars organization was kind of trying to lose this year, trading all their good players for draft picks. So, I mean, any any wins you get from the Jaguars are kind of icing on the cake at this point. And Minshew still... Still think he's going to be a solid starter. Easily finishes a top 15 quarterback this year. So, just kind of hurts because... The Dolphins, you would have thought, were a good matchup. But also, DJ Chark was out this game. We were talking about that, how him being there kind of just kicks everybody down into the role they should probably be in. Keelan Cole's not what you want as your number one guy. LaVisca has to play a bigger role. And then Chris Conley's in the game at that point, and that's definitely not what you're looking for. So... Next week with Chark, Keelan Cole, and Chenault back, that's a really good top three. Plus, with my guy James Robinson in the backfield, he is the really the only Jaguar oh, other than Minshew we even need to talk about. He just went crazy this week. He really might be the truth. He uh, went out there, got him two little touchdowns, and uh, he had a 4.2 average, man, on his rushing. That was That's nice. Yeah, it's pretty solid. And then the best thing about his day was his six receptions for 83 yards. I mean, he led the team in receiving yards and rushing yards and those two touchdowns. I really do think he's it's almost to the point where like he's definitely a running back to the rest of the way. But it's almost like he's like a seems like an upper level running back to at this point. I mean, that's nine points, 18 points. 24.9 24.9 points. I mean, he's getting more and more work, and man, he, he like you said, he does seem like the truth. And this is in a game where they got beat 31-13. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome, man. Two touch, like two touchdowns. He got their only two touchdowns. They got beat 31-13, and he's going to put up numbers like that. I mean, nobody saw it coming. I mean, you, you bought in super hard, but I think it's just more of the situation and not – 
knowing what was going to happen. But, man, what a lottery ticket. And were we not all wrong about uh, running back lottery tickets because it was Robinson by far. Yeah, it was Armstead. I picked up Armstead on all the all my teams, basically. And then he got put on the COVID list, and I started hearing some things about, oh, James Robinson's impressing down there, and he might be the reason that uh, they decided that Fournette was expendable. So I just went all in, and I have him on all all four of my like redraft teams, and it's the the best move I made all season was having him because it, it was a free running back, too, on every single team. And the 16-teamer saved you, man. Uh, you were out there with Le'Veon Bell, and yeah. Give me, at this point, give me Robinson over Le'Veon anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Man, you're right. Like, at this point, I'd be starting Mixon and Chris Thompson. So, yeah, having the RB2 and James Robinson there really, really hooks my team up. Dolphins-wise, uh, Miles Gaskin, man. He seems like he's kind of the real deal. I really just... I thought week one was, I mean, and it's not like he's had great games, but I thought week one was a fluke with him getting all the work. I thought week two was going to be a fluke. And then this week, I thought it was going to be a fluke again. But man, I mean, he's he had 22 carries. Like he's had at least 40 yards rushing and at least 26 yards receiving in every single game. So it's not like he's out killing it because he hasn't had more than 66 in either category through three games. But He's definitely the guy to own in Miami. And I mean, he's not a running back two or running back three type guy, but he you could throw him in the flex and be fine with it. Yeah, Miles Gaskin, especially in them deeper leagues, he's definitely one of those guys that I know that I am. I'm kind of upset that I didn't pick him up. I have Breida. I actually traded, well, I did not trade it for Breida. I got him in a deal with Mike Evans, but Breida was definitely one of the reasons that the trade made sense because I, I, was, I was at the point where I didn't think that Gaskin was going to be this guy, I thought it was like one of them week one, I don't know, flukes, Naheem Hines type situation, but I guess they're actually using him. I mean, any running back with 22 touches is somebody you want because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, man. Uh, Jordan Howard, he had his third game in a row of more rushes than yards and a touchdown. So on the season, he's sitting, I think, with 12 yards and three touchdowns. I tweeted earlier this week that he's right now – Jordan Howard for the season, he's on pace for 64 yards and 16 touchdowns. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he's getting it. How crazy would that be if he that had 16 with less than 100 yards? I mean, he's got to break one eventually, but if he's only put in at the one-yard line, I mean, there's no chance. He either gets it or he doesn't gain any. So it's yeah, a tough situation to get put in. Crazy. It's kind of the same situation they got Mike Evans in over there. Yeah. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah, two two receptions, two yards, two touchdowns this week. I mean, if you're going to get two yards, make them that one-yard line. That's Uh, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, But we'll get there here in a second. The pass catchers in Miami did pretty good. Gasicki had one catch for 15 yards and a touchdown for actually a pretty good day at tight end. Not many tight ends had great days this week. Devontae Parker had five receptions for 69 yards. So not an awesome game, but definitely usable. I had him in my half point, and it was eight and a half points. So that's not terrible. And Preston Williams had seven yards and a touchdown. So nobody was probably playing Preston Williams at this point, but for only having two catches and seven yards, at least he got the touchdown to save it if you did play him. So all those guys are definitely worth a roster spot. You're probably starting Gasicki the rest of the year. And Parker's probably a flex almost every week, I would assume, because he's had a pretty decent start to the season. 
Yeah, 100%. The last two games have been okay for him. Next game, we got the Raiders at the Patriots. Derek Carr, he had 261 yards, two touchdowns, and no picks. He also lost two fumbles, though. And like we were saying, I mean, he did lose the two fumbles, but 261 and two, that's kind of your customary Derek Carr game. 15.4 fantasy points. It's a fine game in real life for the most part, but it's just not fantasy worthy. Going into week three, though, if you saw the Patriots had scored 36 points, you'd have assumed Cam Newton had like 30 fantasy points, you know? Mm -hmm. But yeah, he finished with 162 yards, a touchdown, an interception, and he only had 27 yards on the ground to finish. He had 11 fantasy points. He probably killed a lot of people's teams this week. Yeah, but I mean, shoot, the winner of the whole situation is Rex Burkhead out of nowhere. He had the most reception of any player, like, man, what, 10 targets and six carries, including, like, two of them near the goal line. Like, what? Like, I don't I don't understand what – I mean, I guess, obviously, James White was injured or not injured or maybe he was injured. I don't know. But I know that he wasn't there because he, I know his dad just passed. Yeah, everything. he was still dealing with that. So Yeah, but, man, it's kind of hard to deny him a role moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I answered a question, like, should I start Burkhead? I forget who they asked, but – I know you should not start Burkhead, but <laughs> I look like an idiot because he got three touchdowns on 98 yards and seven receptions. Like, unbelievable game, and, and that's where all of Cam's fantasy value went into the running backs. I mean, Sony Michelle even, he had nine rushes for 117 yards. So, I mean, they were both usable. Yeah, I've talked about Michelle multiple times, man. Uh, man, I think you can get him for value after a game like that. It's not really probably the situation, especially after you see how much they used Burkhead. And if, if you don't think Sony Michelle is better than Burkhead, I don't know. I if don't you've know. been paying attention. Yeah, but yeah. So uh, I think Sony Michelle is probably the guy to own moving forward still, even though after that big Rex Burkhead explosion. Yeah, I mean, I've got him buried on one of my benches in a league i picked him up because he was undrafted and he's just sitting so far down there and like even now i mean if somebody asked me for a trade i'd probably give him up pretty easily he's not not somebody if you're desperate for a running back he's huge sell high opportunity huge sell high opportunity yeah yeah i mean i could maybe i could combine him with some like a Keenan Allen and upgrade from Keenan Allen to like Julio or somebody like that. Probably not, but something like that. Throw him in like a little two for one. If he's sitting at the end of your bench and yeah, upgrading somewhere, all the pass catchers in this game were pretty awful. The only one that had a, a service of old day was Hunter Renfro. He had caught six of nine targets for 84 yards and a touchdown. Ruggs was ruled out earlier in the week. Nikhil Harry, he only had 34 yards. Edelman was probably the biggest disappointment of the week. He only had two receptions for 23 yards after his 179 yards last week. Is Everybody yeah, I, was playing Edelman, and man, they got burned. Darren Waller, he only had two receptions for nine yards. The Patriots under Bill Belichick, they always take away your biggest strength. And that would be Waller and Josh Jacobs, who we didn't even talk about because he was kind of taken away by Bill Belichick this week. Obviously, both of them are uh, must-starts the rest of the season. He's not going to have to play against Bill Belichick every single game. And Jacobs didn't have a terrible game. 16 rushes for 71 yards. He he also fumbled today. So it wasn't as bad as the Darren Waller 2 for 9, but you were expecting a lot more after he averaged 21.2 points the first two weeks of the season. Next game, Rams at Bills. Did you, did you catch the end of this game, Eddie? Because... 
it was then, it was crazy. So this weekend, my betting betting was crazy. My bets were crazy. At one point, like I started the week and I had a little hundred dollars in there. I was down to zero. So and then that was Saturday, and then I was up to two something. And then by the times these games were, I was like, all right, back at the hundred mark. So yeah, I caught this game. Because I needed Josh Allen to get that touchdown and that little what was it defensive pass interference there for a second? Yeah, on and fourth then, down. Oh my! And the game God. they called the defensive pass interference. Anybody that that was one of them bad bets or bad breaks or whatever they call it. And uh, wow, if I, whoever was on the other side, I pan it panned out for me and I won. But that would. Oh my God! They they probably broke their TV. Not only did they lose their bet, but they need to buy a new TV too. <laughs> Quarterbacks in this: Jared Goff, three hundred twenty-one yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Also had a rushing touchdown. So if you were like streaming him or something, twenty-seven point two fantasy points. You are super happy with that. Allen again had an unbelievable game: three hundred eleven yards, four touchdowns, and a pick to go along with another rushing touchdown. Five touchdowns he accounted for. Like, man, the only way you're not playing him basically is if you have him and Russell Wilson on your team. Because, man, he's right now he's the second best fantasy QB in the league. Easy. Yeah, I wonder what Ramsey's saying now. But, <laughs> right? Is he still trash? I don't <laughs> think so. But with that said, I, in this game, you can't say either of these teams are bad. I think they're probably both the best in their respectable divisions, honestly. Yeah, these are both two really Dude, good teams. Solid to be down that much and then to bring it back. I mean, obviously Ramsey had a play in that. I mean, Diggs. I mean, Diggs did all right. He he ended up getting a little touchdown. Kind of salvaged his week, honestly, just because you were expecting the Diggs that you got the first couple weeks. But uh, great performance by both teams. I, I yeah, think he's probably the only one that's. Ah, you were super hyped because he just had three touchdowns. Honestly, you kind of should have caught saw this coming. Just because it almost seems to always happen for someone that kills the first week or kills in a week. And the next week, they definitely go down. I don't know if the the quarterback tries to throw it around differently or something, but it almost happens every time. Yeah, he's pretty boomer bust. He wasn't even the best tight end named Tyler in this game. Tyler Croft, out of nowhere, <laughs> he had zero receptions the first two weeks. This week, he had two re- four receptions, 24 yards, and two touchdowns. Knox was out of the game. He was knocked out of the game, I guess. Ooh. I don't know. i like my puns (laughs) yeah though uh running backs though daryl henderson man he uh he showed up again so if you picked up daryl henderson last week he seems we'll see what cam Akers does but right now henderson you gotta ride the hot hand and uh singletary looked pretty good with zach moss being out kept all the work for himself basically 71 yards rushing 50 through the air for 12.1 standard points and then all the receivers, Cup had 107 yards and a touchdown. Woods had 74 and a touchdown. Diggs had 49 and a touchdown. John Brown had two targets for zero yards. So he's up there on the bust list for the week, too. Uh, yeah, and he, he nobody saw I, that one coming. He's kind of sliding back down to uh, number two receiver for a second. I was like, dang, no way is he going to still be the number one. But here he comes. Yeah, and it's not like Diggs is the only guy that lit it up. Cole Beasley had six receptions Cole for Beasley 100 went, yards, yeah, too. Gabriel Davis had four receptions for 81 yards. So yeah, the Buffalo passing of- offense is on fire. And, man, John Brown will be back. He's, yeah, he'll, he's yeah, not, he's definitely going to be back. I'm not worried about it. I'd still play him next week if I got him. You got to see. I'm going to have to see at least two, three weeks of that. 
Yeah, it's tough to play him after two targets. Texans at Steelers. Steelers won this what one 28-21. You know, it kind of went how we thought it would. The Texans fantasy guys weren't super great. Watson had 264, two touchdowns and a pick for 17, which it's not going to kill you, but you were hoping for more. You're hoping for more every week from a, your starter at QB. Yeah. Roethlisberger, 237 and two touchdowns. Good low-end QB1 right now. Yep, still looking good. Uh, still one of the reasons I said he was going to be, what, I don't even know, league winner or something, but a sleeper. Roethlisberger being a sleeper, he's still giving you that uh, quality value, and I drafted him for literally nothing. Yeah, he's like he was basically free, and he's worth starting. So he's not going to get you those 35 points, but he'll get you about 20 every single week. For where you got him, that's pretty good value. Better than wins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, the backs in this game, David Johnson had 23 rushing yards and a touchdown and then 23 receiving yards. You were probably yeah, basically, was... ex- you were expecting about, you were hoping for 10 points from David Johnson this week. So, you know, you're probably yeah. pretty happy with 46 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, it was a good little bounce back game for uh, David Johnson. The D Johnson that hurt, hurt a lot of people, though, was Deontay on the uh, Steelers. He went out with a concussion early, and uh, it's not, I wouldn't say a bust, but people played him and didn't get any points, not really to his own fault, but. Yeah, he had to have been started in at least 80% of leagues. There's probably some some deeper teams that were playing like Keenan Allen over him and stuff, but yeah, I mean, he was started everywhere. He was, he was the hot name, second in the league in targets, and I mean, like you said, you can't call him a bust because he went out with an injury, but man. That hurt a lot of people. Connor for the Steelers. We were kind of talking about that during the preview. He had 18 rushes, 109 yards, and a touchdown. And then 40 yards through with on four receptions. So 20.9 points. We were talking about, hey, man, maybe this would be a good time to sell high and maybe see if you can see if you can get another RB2 because we're not super sure about the, the health and stuff going forwards. So, so yeah, something to look at. Um, other pass catchers in this game. Cobb led the Texans with... 95 yards and a touchdown, you know, deeper leagues. If you want to add him, I'm not touching him on a 12. There's just so many talented players that I can't find a spot for Cobb on my 12 team roster. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we got, we got, a, I was going to say a couple of the guys that we have in our league, but I ain't even going to do that because they listen to the podcast so they can all look themselves. Uh, I think, yeah, Juju Smith here. Like, I mean, he scored. He scored another touchdown, but man, he only had five targets on Sunday, man. I mean, you can't yeah, with Deontay going out. Yeah, like with the like, I don't know what's going on, but that's not what you're looking for at all, and it's kind of it's kind of scary. Cooks as a hold, he didn't have a great game this week, but I think better days are probably in his future. But you can't really play him right now. Next game. San Francisco 49ers at the Giants. The Giants dominated 36-9. to Mullins had a big passing game in uh, real life. It was 343 and a touchdown. That's only worth 17, so it wasn't a great fantasy day, but nobody was really starting Nick Mullins anyway. Old Danny Nichols was just terrible today. He uh 179 <laughs> yards. Nichols. Oh my gosh. I was like, who the hell is Danny Nichols? <laughs> I, I thought I was, I'd get you with that one. Flying through my notes like <laughs> Nichols, this Nichols, is Danny Nichols, Nichols like tight end, defensive end. Who the fuck is Nichols? Yeah, Danny Nichols, terrible game today. 179 yards and a pick at eight fantasy points. You know, two games to go in his uh, terrible stretch, and 
you know, I mean, maybe if there's any pass catchers left on the Giants by then, then he'll show up. I don't know. The running backs. Yeah, he's not even a streaming option at this point. Yeah, yeah. Like, should... honestly, in them small leagues, like, if he's not uh, in the free agents, I don't know what you're doing. Seriously. Unless someone else pick him up. He's still got a whole nother game of some bum shit. So. Yeah, I don't like Justin Herbert at all as, like, a quarterback. But, man, give me him over Daniel Jones for sure. Running backs in this game. I asked you which two you would start in this game out of uh, Wilson, McKinnon, Freeman, Gallman, and Lewis. And we both picked the both Niners guys, and that was definitely the right answer. Wilson had 15 and a touchdown rushing, but then he also had 54 and a touchdown through the air for uh, 18.9 standard points. McKinnon was effective too, though, 38 rushing yards and a touchdown with 39 yards receiving. So both yeah. starter worthy this week for sure. It, it is weird because like, like if you had to have me pick one, I, I still might go – McKinnon, I love Jeff Wilson so much, but it's just like yeah, it's he's so just good. so far down the chart. <laughs> but then every time he plays, he's awesome. Yeah, maybe so they can make weird. a trade with the Giants so the Giants could have a decent running back. Man, for the rest if, of the season. yeah, if Jeff Wilson was in uh, New York, man, I need to get Jeff Wilson on my squad. I don't because really... he's only going to be valuable uh, for as long as uh, Mozart's out. So we'll see what happens uh maybe maybe his uh injury is gonna take him a little bit longer than everyone expects but it doesn't seem like it seems like he'd be if i was a betting man he'd be back next week but yeah i'm not even gonna go into the giants running backs they all finish with less than two fantasy points who would you rather have the rest of the year that's all i i put freeman then gallman then lewis but man you can't start any of them for now yeah, that's, I mean, I guess I'd be right there. Like, kind of what we were saying last week, Freeman was not on a team for a reason. So maybe give the edge to Gallman, but maybe that's because I have him in the 16 teamer. Uh, <laughs> so Gallman. Yeah, Blowing up your spot. <laughs> uh, receivers in this one, Ayuk took the cake. Yes, finally. Three. Three rushes for 31 and a touchdown. And then he had 70 yards through the air, too. So this is the first of many really good games for him in his career. So I'm glad to see that he did well. Kendrick yeah, Bourne I also told... 63 yards receiving for the Niners. Yeah, I picked up Bourne in a league, in the uh, that dual quarterback league. And I also, like, I told a bunch of people on Twitter about Ayuk. I was like, man, you can't, don't give up yet. He hasn't even been able to do anything yet. Like, give him a second. Like, like honestly, I compared it to the Nikhil Harry. We, we've been waiting for this dude for two years. And now it's two games and you can't even give uh, Ayuk a second. He still has the best opportunity, as does Nikhil Harry. But not for the last two years. I, I'm all I'm all in on Ayuk, uh, especially after that performance. Yeah, he seems. Uh, I I read something that Debo is eligible to come off the IR after like, this is it like, week. Is it Higgins and Ayuk? Is it that is running mate? Is Higgins running mate Ayuk? Mm. Huh? No, just for the presidential. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what? Higgins Ayuk for about? president. <laughs> Higgins IU 2020. Yeah, Debo, uh, he's eligible to come off the IR this week, but I read that they're probably not going to bring him back till week five. So Ayuk's definitely a flex option next week. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. He, uh, he has to be. And a shout out to this year's rookie receivers, too, man. A lot of them have been coming through. And that doesn't usually happen year one. So this is a great class. Yeah, man. I agree. 
T. Higgins, um, Johnson, Ayuk's uh, looking good now. Like it's a solid class, man. Um, with the tight ends, Jordan Reed. I feel bad, man, but he was injured in this game. I really hope he's all right because you never want somebody to get hurt. But man, it just it, it's so sad. But this is just kind of like the Jordan Reed experience for his like career. You know, yeah, have him. You get him on your team. He's on your bench. He has a huge game. You put him in your lineup, and he gets hurt and gives you two points. I, man, I hope he's all right because you never want to see anybody hurt. But just sucks, you know. <laughs> Moving on to the Titans at Vikings. The Titans won this game 31-30. to Tannehill had 321 and a pick. Only 11 fantasy points in this one for him. Cousins had a bounce back game, though, with 251, three touchdowns, and two picks. Both running backs killed it in this game. Derrick Henry had 26 rushes for 119 yards and two touchdowns. Finally got those touchdowns that we were talking about in the yep. preview. He's definitely an RB1 the rest of the year. Cook had an even better game. He had ran it 22 times for 181 yards and a touchdown. These guys are both RB1s the rest of the season. Yeah, I'm, ha- I'm happy that he was able to snag his touchdowns this week. Uh, I actually had him in a couple fan duels, was able to get a little bit off of that production. But Yeah, uh, he dominated for yeah, you then. Yeah, yeah, super, super underrated, super uh, underdrafted, really. So that was good. Receivers, Corey Davis had an all right game. Five receptions for 69 yards. That's kind of where you were at for him. Khalif Raymond had uh, three receptions for 118. Kind of like Tyler Croft for the Bills. He didn't even have a reception coming into today. And then three for 118 today. So he can kind of safely be left on the waiver wire. I don't see him all of a sudden being an insane fantasy value or something. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, right? That's all you have to say. We don't have to say anything else about Khalif Raymond. <laughs> he didn't even know the guy. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, okay, Khalif Raymond. Well, good game. On the Viking side, their top two both had okay games. Or one of them had an okay game. One of them had a kick-ass game. Thielen had an okay game with 29 yards and a touchdown. Probably hoping for more, but you know that at least he got that touchdown. So 29 and a touchdown, almost nine points. That ain't bad. Justin Jefferson, though, he showed up big time. Oh, nine targets, seven receptions, 175, and a touchdown. Yeah, he was on fire. He uh, he played just, uh, well, he played 51 of 65 snaps this week. That's 78% compared to just 54 last week. Definitely was the team's number one this week. And uh, I'm not going to say he's the number one moving forward, but he looked great. Uh, I think Thielen's still the guy over there, but... He's definitely startable at this point. I mean, I think that's kind of what they needed to do, especially with the bounce back game from Kirk Cousins. I think he kind of needed that dual threat receiver and he put some trust in Jefferson and he pulled through. Yeah, man. Uh, Jefferson, I'm in a league that doesn't have waivers. So everybody is a free agent at all times. Like you can pick somebody up middle of the game. I don't know what those leagues are called, but me and Eddie started calling them early bird leagues this year. Just like a early bird gets the worm. So I saw Jefferson was going off and uh, I was well ahead of the team that I was playing to the point that I didn't need to play all my people. And my team stacked in that league, so I didn't really have anybody I wanted to drop. So I dropped my kicker midweek and picked up Justin Jefferson just so I could have control of him to see what would happen. And now he's on my team and uh, the week ended and I dropped my backup tight end because I got Kittle and he was out. So I was playing this backup tight end. So I dropped him, picked my kicker back up. And so, yeah, man, Justin Jefferson, welcome to the squad. Also in this 
Titans game, Jonu Smith had eight targets, five caught five of them for 61 yards. Not as big as his other games, but man, that's probably still a tight end one for the week, so you're running him out there still. Next game, Washington football team at the Cleveland Browns. The Browns got their second victory of the season, moving to 2-1, and one, beat them 34-20. to 20. Haskins looked terrible in this game. He was just, the football team turned it over five times. He threw three picks, just terrible, had nine fantasy points. Baker had a better real game than fantasy, 156 yards and two touchdowns to finish with 14 points. You can't really play him in fantasy, but man, uh, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy with his performance. All three uh, running backs did good. Gibson had 49 and a touchdown. Man, with the, but that touchdown saved it because he fumbled. He was not looking good that first half, man. Yeah, honestly, and kind of happy I don't have him on leagues after how hype I was about him. Like, cause that's he's to me right now scary play. He's a scary play. Expe- yeah, I, I, I can't. Do I it. put him as a like an RB three slash flex right now. So yeah, I mean. He's not a solid plug-and-play type guy. But also, like, man, not tooting our horn too much, but the Browns really do have an awesome run defense. Our pass defense is not great at all. But, yeah, our run yeah, defense I mean, is pretty good. So Yeah, McKissick played 34 snaps to Antonio Gibson's 25. So that's just something you just keep that in mind. I'm not even sure if uh, he's the guy over there yet. And then with a fumble last week, who knows, or this week. Uh, Chubb had 19 for 108 and two touchdowns. Every, everybody every week always talks like, oh, yeah, with uh, Kareem Hunt here, you really can't play Nick Chubb. He's like a low-end RB2 the rest of the season because Kareem Hunt's going to eat into his carries. Like, man, how many times does Nick Chubb have to prove that he's a beast? I mean, he's got, what, 13 more games, so I guess he'll just prove it 13 more times. Yeah, but. and how many times do they have to? How do we have to prove uh, the Browns that they use them both perfectly? They're both in the top 10. Like, I don't, like, get off your soapbox, bro. Yeah, I mean, Kareem Hunt, again, 46 rushing yards, 18 receiving yards, and a receiving touchdown. That's every bit of 11, 12 points. That's, you're more than happy with that where you're playing him, so. You got to play him where you drafted him. He's probably in your flex anyway. Yeah, yeah, you got him super late. He's definitely one of the best values you could have found. Pass catchers in this game. This was just not a very friendly pass catcher game. McLaurin had a good game. Eight targets, four receptions, and 83 yards receiving. Problem here was Dontrell Inman had two touchdowns receiving. So he kind of just kind of vultured Terry McLaurin's two touchdowns. Or at least, like, man, if one would have gone to him, it would have been an awesome game. But, you know, Inman comes in and grabs two of them. Odell and Jarvis, though, man, they each had four receptions. Beckham had 59 yards. Jarvis had 36. Like, man, these guys are really kind of hurt with the Browns running back philosophy right now. You got to play Odell every week. But, man... You almost can't go with Landry at this point. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, one of them have to get the, the touches or the receptions, the targets. Yeah, play those running backs on the Browns. Leave everybody else on the bench, man, except Odell if you – yeah, uh, if you want to take it, if you want, if you want to potentially have fifteen points or potentially have four, yeah, play Odell. But fifteen ain't even that high anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Next game, Bengals at Eagles. They tie. Oh, this is my favorite game ever. The tie. Ay-yay-yay. Oh man, my favorite game ever. Not only because I was so low on Carson Wentz, and honestly, the ECR kind of made me uh, rank him a little bit too high. But this dude has two. 
interceptions in the last three games. And then they just tied the Bengals. Disband from anything Philadelphia this season. I'm calling it now. The Eagles' leading receivers today were Greg Ward, John Hightower, and Deontay Burnett. So, so you got any write-ups on John Hightower, Eddie? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I have his name here, and there's a question mark next to it. Uh, but is this Tim Hightower's younger brother? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, who's who's? Uh, there's one dude that I man, check out Whiteside though. JJ Arcega Whiteside. Yeah, check out Whiteside. I mean. That's a, just a long play, but I was looking at it earlier, and I don't feel like he really got the opportunities he got the last year. So I mean, a little if you if you're weak on a receiver and you want to take a long shot, I mean Carson Wentz got to try to do something at this point. So I think that he's gonna try to pass it around, see who can who he can find. But yeah, yeah if you're in like a 24 team league, <laughs> pick up JJ or Thago Whiteside. Yeah, Go for I guess. It. Yeah, maybe 20, maybe a 26er. Mixon had 17 rushes for 49 yards. Offense still isn't humming, and Mixon was more of a second-half dude last year anyway. Still keep running him out there. Maybe uh, buy low or whatever. You're not super happy with how he's playing, but, man, 17 rushes is 17 rushes. Though, yeah. I don't know. Not yeah, you're, yeah. You can't be super happy with how he's played so far, but uh, hopefully you're weathering the storm and definitely better days ahead but he's probably more of an rb2 right now than an rb1 so it is what it is i have him on a team and not super pumped about it right now james robinson's running circles around him so miles sanders i mean this game he had the 18 uh attempts 95 yards 5.3 average which is pretty good yeah, second um, game in a row with 95 rushing yards. So Yeah, man. Obviously, Wentz can't throw, so. Yeah, pretty easy start every single week. He's the guy that's an easy start on the Eagles. I mean, him and Ertz are basically the only guys you even want while Goddard's hurt. So, yeah. moving to the uh, Bengals pass catchers. <gasps> A.J. Green had 5 for 36. Tyler Boyd had 13 for 10 receptions and 125 yards. And I'm going to oh move out of the way. T. Higgins had 40 yards. T. Higgins! President Higgins does it again. Look at him. He's on the way up. His campaign's going well this year. By the end of the year, he's gonna he's really going to be running for that uh, pole position. Yeah, catch him in these debates tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Higgins. Um, yeah. We'll All right, Justin Jefferson, Brandon Ayuk, T. Higgins. Who you want the rest of the year? Man, I got T. Higgins. Yeah. All right. <laughs> T. Higgins, A.J. Green. Who do you want the rest of the year? T. Higgins. I wanted T. Higgins before AJ, before he was even <laughs> on the field. Yeah. But no, T. Higgins. I'm just going to I'm gonna live and die on that sword. That's one of my rider dies. And uh, at this point, it's looking a little bit better than uh, Mr. Barry's rider die. Yeah, Danny man. Die. Danny. Yeah. Danny Penny. Right. I, I almost wanted to throw him back, but, uh, you know, Danny Nichols. We'll give him one <laughs> more Danny game Nichols. for these Danny Pennies. Yeah, next game he could be Penny. Next game, Bears-Falcons. The Falcons lost 30-26 to to the Bears. Atlanta became the first team in NFL history to lose back-to-back games, which they led by 15 or more in the fourth quarter. So, choke on that, Atlanta fans, I guess. Who do you think is getting fired first, Dan Quinn or Adam Gase? Can I go with they're going to get fired, both of them, tomorrow? (laughs) (laughs) They just might, man. Man, but uh, I don't know, and I don't know who you're gonna find. Like, uh, 
in a quick situation. Obviously, they'll probably be in an interim uh, in the coach or something for a second. But man, well, anybody can just lose games. So yeah, especially the ones that you're winning to the Bears, where they're like, "Oh wow, our quarterback sucks. Let's switch halfway through." Trash whiskey was in there again. So now Foles bailed him out this week. Yeah, I Nagy mean, said Foles is the quarterback moving forward. So yeah, so Cohen if you got Trubisky, yeah, like, go ahead and yeah. drop him. Yeah, Tariq Cohen's out. Torn ACL. Yeah, running backs. Montgomery kind of came back down to earth again. Exciting sometimes, but man, some other times he's just it's it's frustrating being his owner. I played him over James Robinson this week, so. Wasn't super pumped about that. Not going to make that mistake next week. Yeah, no, I mean, well, I mean, shoot, now Cohen's out of the way. I'm just yeah. kidding. We're going to run him out there again. Falcons RBs. Gurley had uh, 14 rushes for 80 and a touchdown, which is a pretty good day, but he wasn't the only Falcons running back with a good day. Ryan Hill had a good day. Nine for 58 and a touchdown. It's funny because, man, we we were talking about Brian Hill for like a half hour on Friday. Like, man, I want yeah, to trade for Brian Hill and uh, couldn't get it done. And now he's he's going to be stuck over on whatever team he's on. So, oh, well, man, uh, I'm kind of pumped for the two people. I'm kind of pumped for Nick Foles getting in the game. Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller, man. Allen Robinson, not all the work came from uh Foles, I don't really know the breakdown or anything, but Robinson caught 10 of 13 targets for 123 and a touchdown. Miller uh, had two caught two of five for 41, but he got a touchdown. So, I man, I don't know if anybody stands to gain as much from Foles becoming the starter as Miller does. Um, obviously, except Jimmy Graham, because he had six for 60 and two touchdowns. I thought the days of Jimmy Graham getting two touchdowns were over. Yeah. But here he is, man. What in the hell is Jimmy Graham doing with 60-2? and two? He kind of did stop performing out of nowhere after he left the Saints. But that's the, kind of the crazy thing. Goes to uh, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, doesn't really do a whole heck of a lot. Goes to Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, doesn't do much. Goes to Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky, <laughs> and he, all of a sudden he's a beast again. Like, what? That doesn't make sense. The Falcons pass catchers, Ridley was awesome again. Five of yeah, Ridley's a stud, man. Yeah, he caught Ridley five of 13 targets for 110. You'd like to see more efficiency with the targets, but I can't put that on him. That's kind of on whatever play calling. Also, Julio was out for the game, and Russell Gage was knocked out with a head injury. So, you know, a lot of the focus of the defense was on Calvin, and what can you do at that point? So, Hurst had a one-yard touchdown for his only catch. You know, if you're going to get one yard, let it be a touchdown. So moving on, Jets, Colts. I picked the Colts in my survivor pool. I'm just riding the Jets all year because, of course, I am. Darnold had 168, one touchdown, three picks. Rivers had 217 and a touchdown. Three freaking picks, man. Darnold <laughs> yeah. Darnold things. You know, he, uh, he threw more touchdowns to the Colts than he did to the Jets because two of them went for touchdowns. So. <laughs> two of them? I yeah. didn't see that. Two of them so technically, he had three touchdowns and yeah, three picks. Yeah, he had picks. three touchdowns. That's good. Yeah, not three too bad. No, it's bad. Yeah, it's like, man, Rivers had 217 and a touchdown, but that's all he needed to do. They were just, these are, the Jets are in a different class, man. You were talking about Hines, Taylor, every week start. Everybody else, 
we're good on this game. Mo Ali Cox had 50 yards and a touchdown. He's got to be owned. And, yeah, you know, I, you I, might I, even want to start him at this point. Yeah, so. I brought him up last week. And uh, I don't know. Just come just come to the hometown sports show for some hot takes. Not even some it, hot takes. But we're, we're kind of on fire this year. I mean, we've missed a couple. Jordan Howard and things like that. We've missed. But we're if on you had the, If you had the Colts defense, you probably won. Go out and pick up whoever the Jets play in week four as your defense for next week. And then if you're looking way down the road and you have an extra bench spot, go pick up whoever the Jets play in week five for your defense for the next week because it's going to be a shit show all year for them. Moving on. Panthers 21, Chargers 16. Neither of the quarterbacks had fantasy start-worthy days. They both had about 14 points. The running backs, the starting running backs did well. Mike Davis had an awesome game. I was talking a little smack on him, but... 13 for 46, eight receptions for 45 and a touchdown. I didn't think he was going to be that involved in the passing game, but this is kind of one of those PPR sucks games because eight receptions for 40 yards is worth, uh, what is that, 125 receiving yards? Or eight receptions for 45 yards is worth 125 rushing yards. Those are not equal to me at all. So another PPR sucks game, Austin Eckler, he had... 12 rushes for 59 yards and a touchdown to go with. He caught all 11 of his targets for 84 yards. So that's 84 yards or it's as much as 194 yards with the PPR. So whatever. That's 20 points in standard 31 for PPR because a running back caught 11 passes. Cool. But great game though for both of those guys. Either way, standard or PPR, they both had good games. But yeah, PPR is just a little a little crazy, man. Seriously, another PPR sucks game. Keenan Allen caught 13 of his 19 targets for 132 yards and a touchdown, like 132 yards and a touchdown. That's 19 points. That's what he should have gotten for 132 and a touchdown. But (laughs) (laughs) at another 30, what is that? 32 points in PPR? Like those 13 cat like I. Oh, well, a lot of. A lot of big catch games in this game. And then there was Mike Williams who caught one ball for 17 yards. And Joshua Kelly, a lot of people wanted to play him uh, this week, but he's, I mean, hey, I kind of, yeah, dial it back, man. Dial it back on this hype, man. Seriously. Like, I'm not saying that he's a bum, but, man, just take all this hype that everyone feeds you 24-7 and just dial it back. I, I, I did say that I'd play Kelly in a couple. I, uh I mean, he's only caught, like, I don't know, three less balls than Eckler or something like that. Like, I mean, he's being used, but, man, just dial back the hype. Don't just hot put somebody in your lineup just because everyone else is talking about, oh, you should. Like, let's use logic first. Uh, wait a game, see see if he's the man, or wait a couple games, see if he's the man. You know who the starter is. Go with the starter every time until proven different. Yeah. The Panthers receivers, DJ Moore had 65 yards. Robbie Anderson had 55 yards. Curtis Samuel had 45 yards. Nothing really special about those receivers this game, but DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson are still going to be start worthy most weeks. Hunter Henry, five receptions for 50 yards. He's not elite or anything, but I do think he's, man, he's really been involved every single week and he's kind of a high floor tight end. So if you got him, you're still playing him and you're just taking that double, you know? Um, next game, Lions at Cardinals. The Lions beat the Cardinals 26 to 23. Stafford had 270 and two touchdowns to finish with 18 fantasy points. 
Murray had didn't have a great day, but 270, two touchdowns and three picks. And then he had 29 yards rushing and a touchdown on the ground to finish with 21.7 fantasy points. The Detroit running back situation, DeAndre Swift didn't have one rush all day, but he was playing. He caught a couple passes, but didn't run at one time. Peterson was the bell cow, 22 rushes for 75 yards. And Carrion had a couple carries, but it's Peterson, man. He was the guy again. But like we, like I said, uh, when we were talking about Peterson in the first place, they said that one of the Peterson said uh, in a quote, he said one of the reasons that he signed with Detroit is because they were the ones that like promised him the work. Uh, I didn't think that it was like, oh yeah, you can have everything we got, all the work. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, he was right. Yeah, here we are. So it's a stay away from me, but man, if you got Peterson, ride him while you can. I guess that's it's ugly. And then uh, next year too, and then the following year, and then the next year. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not going anywhere, I guess. Trade for him in Dynasty League because he's Frank Gore 2.0. Exactly. He's going to be here for the next 10 years. Drake had an all right day, 18 rushes, 73 yards. Like, that's not what you hoped for, but, like, at least he's not getting you zeros. I mean, that's kind of what you get for drafting Kenyon Drake. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. Um, And you need that touchdown. That would be a great game. Well, not a great game, but, like, yeah, it would be a good game with the touchdown in there. But Yeah, Galladay and Hopkins. Galladay was finally back, 57 and a touchdown, so you're happy with him. Uh, Hopkins caught 10 of 12 for 137 yards, so you're happy with him. Andy Isabella, though, four receptions for 47 yards and two touchdowns, so... I mean, he's probably not owned in almost any leagues, but man, in deeper leagues, he might be somebody to keep an eye on. But yeah, I might Christian Kirk missed the game, and those <laughs> those were going to be Christian Kirk's touchdowns, uh, Eddie. But no, they were. Isabella. I'm dropping him. I'm dropping him for Isabella right now. Hot take. Probably should, man. Tight ends. T.J. Hawkinson. Uh, he was still involved, and he kind of is decent floor right now too, but. Wasn't a great game without the touchdown, so you're not pumped about playing him. Next game, Bucks at Broncos. The Buccaneers beat the Broncos 28 to 10. Driscoll had a bad fantasy game. Brady had a vintage game, 297 yards and three touchdowns. Finished with 23.8 fantasy points. Another crazy backfield. Rojo got more work than Fournette this week because, of course, he did. Fournette came out and just dominated last week. So everybody kind of thought Fournette was going to be the guy, but then Fournette comes out and had 22, 22 total yards this week. And uh, Rojo had 53 on the ground and 20 through the air. So, man, this is another who knows. Maybe Rojo's going to hold on to it, but I wouldn't yeah. really feel pumped about starting either of them at this yeah, point. Yeah, kind of the same like we were talking about earlier in the league. I mean, I mean earlier in the week, and I mean – I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But we always try to stay away from who knows backfields anyway, just because that's where you get the majority of your points, and you're not trying to be in those situations. Melvin Gordon, he had a terrible game here, 38 total yards, but the whole team was bad. But I I do think that being down and being in passing situations will lead to Jerry Judy and uh, Noah Fant being involved in the offense for the next few weeks so i think there's still plays but basically everybody else is really tough to play yeah. gordon you're still playing but it's gonna be tough sledding kind of i think yeah uh i think 
also what you got to look at again and for this game is uh godwin went out with a hamstring and he didn't uh come back so keep an eye on that and also mike evans man i don't really know what he is he got two receptions for two yards for uh two touchdowns not exactly what you're looking for but i mean you gotta play him every week yeah, it seems like we've said this a bunch this week. If you're going to get two yards, make it two touchdowns. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I think, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe sell high again. I don't know. I, but I I traded for him after I said to trade. Just just keep him. Just keep him on your, in the slot. Just get him not in the slot, but keep him in the wide receiver slot and let it be, I guess. I don't know. I did say he was my bet for uh, leading the league in touchdowns, and right now he's tied for the lead, so I'll take a W yep. on that. Gronk finally had a game, six receptions, 48 yards. Like, welcome back, Gronk, but still not playing him. That was funny. Did you watch that little interview he had? Uh, no. And they were talking about how he was going to be, like, or how the coach or somebody said something about him being a blocking back at times when they need him. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, most definitely. That's why I came out of retirement. Like, I'm a blocking back. That's oh, funny. yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's I like, wasn't even planning on catching many <laughs> Yeah, he said those four receptions were way more than I planned on catching coming back out of retirement or whatever he said. And I was rolling. That was so funny. Yeah. Everybody's like, well, where was that in the offseason when I picked you in the fourth round, Gronk? Jeez, <laughs> right. Next game. This was a pretty fantasy crazy game. Uh, the shootout between Dak and Russell. Uh, the Seahawks won 38 to 31. Dak had a huge game, 472 passing yards, three a, touchdowns, two picks. A scary uh, Chris Carson uh, situation there yeah, for a second yeah. his, with his knee. Uh, I guess they reported it wasn't serious, but maybe he'll miss a week or something. Yeah, Russell Wilson, though, he had a good game too, 315 and five. He is just doing whatever he wants. QB won this week. Like you said, that. Carson injury. Did you watch the replay of the guy on the the Cowboys like that rolled with his leg? Rolled him down, rolled him up on him. Like, man, that yeah. was kind of weak. Zeke, 58 total yards and a touchdown. So okay with that. The receivers in this game, Amari Cooper had nine for 86. CD had five for 65. Michael Gallup had six for 138 and a <laughs> touchdown. And yeah. I I traded him to the guy that you were playing this week and you lost because of it. So I apologize. That is hilarious. I appreciate I it. Clyde Edwards hilarious. <laughs> I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, yeah. yeah. But, but honestly, probably the biggest play of the game was DK running into the uh, end zone. He, he, did, he did a little rookie-esque type move and uh, kind of gave up a couple – couple strides too soon and uh, got the ball punched away into the back of the end zone, a little touchback. Uh, he honestly almost lost a game for him. Yeah, fantasy-wise, though, man, 110 and a touchdown. Third straight game for him with 90 and a touchdown. There are not many receivers I would want on my team over him, and that was one call that was a good call for us because, man, he is a beast this year. Yeah. Uh, juicy Cedric Wilson for the Cowboys, though. Yeah, I saw Cedric Wilson because I had CD Lamb. Yeah, 107 yards and two touchdowns. He had zero receptions coming into this game, so uh, not a lot of people benefited from the Cedric Wilson blow up game. But yeah. <laughs> not the same amount of people that uh, hit hit on that Burkhead game. 
<laughs> yeah, or the Khalif Raymond was that his name for the Titans? Yeah. I it it was uh, ten minutes ago, and I have no idea. <laughs> right. Um, While you were well, saying it, I was trying to I was trying to remember who. Yeah, Lockett, hundred yards and three touchdowns. So a lot of must start guys in this game, man. Metcalf must start. Lockett must start. Cooper must start. Yeah, I almost think good. that all three of the Cowboys guys are. Yeah, I mean, I think CD's still a must start. He still did good. Yeah, uh, even even CD five for sixty five. That's not great, but he had a hundred last week. So all five of those guys are must start, especially Gallup after that week. Schultz four for forty eight. So you're happy if you got him on your squad too. Last game that we're gonna go over tonight. Last one Monday night game. Green Bay Packers at the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, Packers I was driving, this. so I didn't even see this game. Yeah, <laughs> Packers won this thirty-seven to thirty. We had a bet on this game. You remember that? No, actually. Um. <laughs> oh, oh well, our uh, our quarterback bet. Yeah. Well, we we already bet preseason that Rodgers would have a better season than Breeze. So during the preview, I bet that Rodgers would have a better game than Breeze. Rodgers finished with 283 yards and three touchdowns. Breeze finished with 288 yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> That's funny. But That's Aaron Rodgers had 12 rushing yards, so I won the week. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Rodgers had 24 and a half. Breeze had 23 and a half. So welcome yeah. to Loserville, Eddie Population View. Yeah. yeah, no Devontae, no problem, right? Yeah, man. Devontae was out. Mark MTS only counts one of four for five yards, and Lazard just went crazy. Six of eight for 146 and a touchdown. Alien lizard. It, it is so funny. Like, people saw this matchup, like, oh my gosh, De- Rodgers and Devontae versus Drew Brees and Michael Thomas. And it was the Alan Lazard versus Emmanuel Sanders show. <laughs> Right, people were buying tickets. They're like, "Dude, I don't even care if uh, about the COVID. It's gonna be worth. I mean, this is gonna be the last time I'm gonna see Rogers play. Last time I'm gonna see Drew Brees play. Uh, Thomas, like, and they're like, man, they're paying four hundred for nosebleeds. That, oh yeah. man, oh yeah. Man. Jared Cook didn't even do good. Yeah, I didn't even write his stats down because it wasn't worth my time. Uh, yeah, Sanders I mean, though, fifty six in a touchdown. Camara though. 58 rushing yards, caught 13 of 14 targets for 139 and two touchdowns. So just went bananas. So, man, I was a big Camara fan this year. Just he had a terrible year last year. It was the first year I ever had him last year. Our I was, just I was still in have PPR. <laughs> right. Right. Um, also, last person in this game I wanted to mention, Robert Tanyan. Five receptions for 54. Yards and a touchdown. It's the second game with a touchdown for the uh, tight ends. So, or for the tight ends for the Packers. <laughs> the second game with a touchdown for the Packers. So, somebody to look at if you're hurting at tight end. Maybe he's got he a little it. role there. Yeah, he seems like he's doing a little bit over there than Jen, uh, old Jimmy Graham did. But that means, but it also means don't sleep on Jimmy Graham this year either. He looks like um, he's back. One little thing. We're at halftime of the Monday night football game. The Chiefs are beating the Ravens 27 to 10. At halftime, Pat Mahomes has 253 yards, three touchdowns, and a touchdown on the ground. So Russell is was the number one quarterback coming into this podcast, but I think Mahomes is going to be the number one <laughs> leaving it. <laughs> oh, right. 
Yeah, Mahomes is dirty, man. He's he's a uh, he's so solid. He's so solid. Uh a lot of people like like I said, I mean the Chiefs were plus 3 this game. Or maybe it was three and a half, but whatever the case is. Yeah, I was in on the Chiefs, man. Like I'm going to catch out because of them. Like thank you for thank you everybody. Thank you. All right, that comes to the end of our week 3 recap. I really appreciate you guys giving us a listen. Indeed, we're going to go watch the uh, last half of this game. Well, it's not a game, but we're going to watch the last half of Monday Night Football. We also want to thank you guys still for listening. Uh, Get them reviews in. Get the five stars in. Follow us on Facebook, uh, Twitter. I'm starting to get a little bit more active on Twitter. I kind of like that. I kind of like Twitter now. I I wasn't a huge fan, but I'm starting to like Twitter. Uh, The people on there are awesome. Got at show hometown and at EAK sports underscore on Twitter. So check us out there. Also check the website. I'm posting the notes for this episode on the website. There's a lot more, quite a few more players that we didn't mention and just a bunch of stats and a bunch of information on those. So check them out. Hometownsportshow.com. And they're in the news tab. Uh, you know, yeah, appreciate this, you guys listening. This uh, episode is approved. Or what is it? What do the presidents say? Approved by... I'm T. Higgins me- and I approve this message. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pay for this- T. Higgins for America. <laughs> yeah, this message is approved by T. Higgins. So T. Higgins for president in 2020. And we're out. See you later. <laughs> Dude.